0: wife and I did and as we sat there with the people we just saw all these people coming in Uh, and this lady uh, Kimberly was connected with so many people so many relationships that she had where she in the school where she worked and in the community in fact um, her husband told us shared a story about how that her dentist came to see her and and his staff and said that that she had been single that had single-handedly increased his uh, his business because of her connections with people Isn't that amazing and it just reiterates the idea of how that when we are connected with people, that it that we're able to bless them, but then in turn they're able to bless us. And that home was blessed because of the community and the the fellowship that this lady had. And she impacted our life. And man, we're gonna we're gonna miss her um, because she was a big part of of my daughter's life, and she was a big part of our life as well. And so that's what I'm talking about. It's this: no one should live life alone. No one should walk out life alone and and so today as we talk about following god's purpose for your life you need to understand that we've shared this over and over again ephesians 2 10 it says we are his masterpiece created in christ jesus to do good things that he ordained for us that we could walk in and we have a plan that god has for our life there is a plan that god has for our life and and don't be mistaken that that god is always working and always uh, trying using situations and circumstances in our life to to guide us and to lead us to opportunities where we can be encouraged where we can be challenged where we can be supported and the best way that that happens is through that power of fellowship and community and it isn't always easy you know as we pursue god's purpose for our life there's going to be challenges uh, there is a real enemy and we don't talk about that near enough you know there is an enemy and that enemy is, is constantly at work uh, in fact the bible says in first peter 5 verse 8 to be sober be alert because your enemy the devil walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour and, and we have this question all the time and people and it's a hard question to, to face why do things happen like they do why do why does or rather why do people get breast cancer why are, is there sickness why is there disease why are all these things happening and, and, and the result of that is that the bible says that we live in a, a fallen depraved world um, that it's a sin-filled world uh, that this world is is not our home you know it, it's it became contaminated, if you will, by sin. We talked about that early on, the very first week that we had this broadcast. And and if you had, have a chance, hadn't had a chance to hear those, you can even go back and and go on iTunes, and you can download those podcasts. Uh, if you go to KFNY, you can hear those messages. But we talked about how that this world was established, that God established and created all things for His good and, and uh, for His glory and for our good. And and the result of that was that that it was a perfect situation that we had a a relationship with God, true community and fellowship with God, and true community and fellowship with, with one another. And that's what we talked about, how that Adam had Eve, but first Adam had God, and then God gave Adam Eve so that they could share that love and community with one another. That was the whole purpose. And so then what did the enemy do? Well, the Bible says that Satan came in and he's cunning and crafty, and he came in to divide what? To divide the relationship that we have with God, that community, that fellowship that we have with God, and then in turn to sever and divide man against woman, to divide and create chaos and disorder in our relationship with one another. That's his purpose. Do you see it? I mean, can you have you experienced it? I mean, I know you have. Many of you may be in the middle of it right now in, in a situation where something has tragically taken your family, and, and you're in the middle of a, a tough situation that you just don't know what to do with, about, and and you're questioning God, and yet, can I tell you something, He he's completely okay with that. But as we question, to recognize and realize, wait a minute, this isn't about something that God has done to us. This is something that is a result of us living in a sin-filled world. It's a result many times of, of our own issues and our struggles and the struggles and the issues of other people that we're having to deal with on a daily basis. That's why we need that relationship with Christ above everything else. Because there are going to be challenges. As you pursue God's purpose for your life and God's call on your life, as you pursue what it is that he has asked you to do what you sense that he's doing in your life there will be struggles there will be difficulties but that's why we need one another you know this week my wife uh, Donna shared a video of my brother-in-law Chad Little and Chad is a is a um, he's a bootmaker, he's a leather maker but he's always been in country music he's a songwriter and he has written many songs and and early on in Chad's life and Donna and I had were married and we had just been married a few years and Chad was in his early 20s Chad began to pursue uh, this this purpose in his life of music and and what it was songwriting and and this entrepreneurial spirit that he has and all along from the very beginning you know Chad began to pursue this and and he would do all these different things in fact Donna posted a video of him uh, years ago um, playing with Carrie Underwood Carrie is from, uh, Chakota, Oklahoma and that's right outside of Fort Smith Arkansas and so there's a video of Chad and. And, and his brother Brian, actually, and, and Chad's band, 71 South. And they were playing, as Carrie Underwood sang. And Carrie was a, a girl at that time, a young lady, and wasn't yet obviously on the, on the scene, hadn't, hadn't burst into the scene. But Chad has been involved in several situations like that. And what has been so cool about it is is that, that Chad has known, look, that's my purpose, that's my call. And, and Don and I, man, we supported him in that. His family's even supported him in that. And, and today he owns a company called Ethos, custom brands and Chad makes guitar straps and boots for country artists and and several different places he's got them in, co- in companies stores across the nation and even r- across the world and he started that by just simply believing in a, in a vision a purpose and, and continuing to be relentless in his pursuit of that I mean his journey and and we have believed in that and, 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 and in turn it's encouraged us to know that hey, there's a there's a purpose for our life, and then we've said that over and over again, even in in True Texas Radio with Will here and, and him owning this studio and pursuing it. That's that's his purpose. That's what he's been called to do. That's what he loves to do. And as he's moved forward, there's challenges. Knows a verse in Exodus chapter nine, verse sixteen, and God is is speaking and was talking to uh, to Moses and says, Look, I have raised you up for this purpose, that I might show you my power and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. In other words, look, I have raised you up. I've raised you up for this purpose. What? That I might show you my power. As I think about Chad's story, and, and I'll share a little bit more about our story, and about family, I think about this pa- this verse, and, and can I ask you this this morning, would you think about this verse with me? Well, God's speaking to you, whatever your name is, and he says, look, I have raised you up. Put your name up. I have raised Stephen Carroll up. For this purpose, I have raised real Will Rigdon up for this purpose. I have raised Donna Carroll up for this purpose. My children, Jordan, Megan, Braden, Dawson, I've raised you up for this very purpose. What? That I might show you my power, and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Now, can I tell you something this morning? If you're sitting here this morning and you're listening, and and you're a part of this 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 time with us today, I, I know that many of you probably are facing obstacles and. And difficulties. Can I encourage you with this verse today that God has raised you up for a purpose and that purpose is what? To show his power to you. He wants to show you what he can do in your life. He wants to show you what he can accomplish through your life in spite of this sin-filled world, in spite of the sickness and disease and everything we come against, in spite of all the thing the enemy tries to destroy us with, all the things that he tries to take from us, You know, the Bible also says in James chapter four, verse seven, that if we will resist the devil, he has to flee. But can I tell you this, not in our power, it's not in our ability. It's in God's power. It's in his ability. And his purpose is that he might be proclaimed in all the earth. How? Through your life, through what you experience, through your story. We've talked about that in your community where you could share and be a part of people's lives in every situation and every circumstance. You know, as I think about my own family and and I think about this whole idea of being relentless and, and pursuing and what it is that God has asked us to do in our family and in and our and our jobs, in our relationships, and, and in our relationship with God, is most of all that this idea of moving forward, I, we all have dreams, we all have visions, we all have purpose. And I remember a time in, in, in mine and Donna's life where we were driving actually to Cross Arkansas, and I may have referenced this one time before. And as we were driving to Christ, it was one of the most incredible conversations that 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 we've ever had at that to that point in our life and man it was about a three-hour drive and i want to tell you something that three hours went by like that just flew by why because we were talking about our purpose together individually that we had been called by god for a purpose and then god had collectively brought us together as husband and wife and was giving us children Why? So that we could do exactly what God told the people in Exodus chapter 9, verse 16. I've raised you up for a purpose. I've given you a purpose that I can show you my power in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the confusion, in the midst of the disease, the sickness, the failure, the struggle, the financial lack. I want to show you my power. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. You see the enemy tries to convince us that listen we're gonna fail we're gonna falter we can't make it he tries to discourage us he tries to get us to quit and god said i want to show you my power trust me lean into me let me work through you and guess what then you'll proclaim my name to all the earth it's like the psalmist said in psalm 40 you lifted me up out of a pit you set my feet upon a rock and many will see and many will fear the lord the whole purpose is whatever pit, whatever struggle, whatever quagmire of sin we find ourselves in, be either by choice or by things that we cannot control, God is faithful. And that's the thing that Don and I talked about that day on the way to it. How we loved the family, how we knew that God had a purpose for us to reach into the culture and had no idea so many years ago that I'd be sitting here on this great radio station and, and getting to share with you guys live and, and be so integrated into our culture and our community around us. I mean we only knew the vehicle that we'd been given which was working in in local churches and organizations and and we began to see as our brother-in-law Chad was was pursuing his purpose and and we began to be connected with other people around us that were pursuing their purpose and then they challenged us and encouraged us what has God called you to do you see it set the standard for our family and so we began to instill that into our family and we still worked in in churches and we still worked in their community and such as that. And then God began to shift our, our focus and, and move us deeper into the culture and begin this ministry called We Dig It that I share with you about. And and that led us to this moment where we are today. And all along, we want our, our own children, we want our own family to love God most and to pursue their purpose. Years ago, my, my sons, Braden and Dawson, started a band. And they had a band. They were called A Day of Disaster. It was back several years ago. They were in their early teens, 13, 14 years old. Had a couple of buddies, Davis and Scott and JR, and, and they all formed this band together. And, and man, Dawson all along, my, my son Dawson has loved music. And so they would travel, and man, they they, they pursued this. And, and Dawson began to learn how to record and how to produce and studied all this stuff on his own. Had a room that, that we kind of created that he he was in, a music room. and out in the garage and he would go out there and he would stay for hours and hours and hours and hours man he would pursue this purpose and he and Braden would travel and they would play with their buddies and do all these concerts and then we'd haul them all over the countryside and so as time progressed and the band kind of dissolved and they all began to go their different ways through that all dawson began to pursue his car and that's what we want we want every one of our children to have that purpose what is it that that exodus nine purpose Braden, what has God raised you up for? Dawson, what has God raised you up for? Jordan, what has God raised you up for? Megan, what is God raised? What is your purpose? You can put your name there. What is your purpose? What is it that He's leading you to? And as you begin to move toward that purpose, understand, remember, 1 Peter 5 8, that, that we should be alert because the enemy is walking about, it's thinking about how can I devour you? How can I stop you? How can I keep you from that? Because he knows that if you get there. And if you pursue that, that God's going to bring glory to himself and give you good and use you in other people's lives. He doesn't want that to happen. He doesn't want you to keep going. He wants you to quit. He wants you to stop. He wants you to be discouraged. That's his whole purpose. So Dawson began to pursue that. And i got to tell you this, because this week my my wife shared a video. And it was a video of Dawson, who was 15 years old, playing a piece from the movie August Rush. And he had saw it, and he he studied it, and he learned it, and, and he began to learn it. And it was incredible. And he was 15 and and now today, Dawson is in Austin, Texas, and he is almost finished with his associate's degree there at at Austin Community College. And this past December, he had had a dream of trying out for Berklee School of Music in Boston, Massachusetts, and God opened the door, and we went through it, and we followed him, and he went up there. And a school that only takes thirty percent of the people that apply, Dawson made it into Berklee School of Berklee College of Music, and he'll begin there in the fall and i was so encouraged in fact when he called us we were just we just all screamed because we were we wanted that for him why because that's what he believes is his purpose what god's called him to how many of us have quit we've stopped how many of us are so discouraged today because we don't think we can make it can i tell you something even beyond the day that we see these dreams come become reality the enemy's going to try to stop us and here's the thing is proverbs 20 verse 5 says the purpose the purposes of a person's heart are deep waters, but one who has insight draws them out. You see, God wants to draw out of you that purpose. God wants to draw out of you that, that meaning for your life, that how he can use you in your, in your situation, in your work environment, in your school, on your teams, wherever you are. And he's, he wants you to see that purpose. What is it that you could know him and have that relationship with him? And then you could share that relationship with other people. That's what we want to instill in our children. And that's what I feel like God's telling me to tell you today. We see we need each other. What are your dreams? What is your purpose? I want to share a song with you this morning and it's a song that I love. And and we've been very blessed over the course of my life and it kind of brings all this together. And over the course of our life, we've been blessed to be connected with some incredible people. And years ago, I I worked on staff with a guy named Mark Tedder. And I think I've shared with you about Mark in the past. Mark and Carrie Tedder uh, were worship leaders, incredible worship leaders, and, and they have a nephew named Ryan Tedder, who's the lead singer for the band One Republic. And i played one of One Republic's songs before, and I wanna play you another today because this song typifies how many times in our life we find ourselves struggling. That I, I, I'm just, my marriage, I, how, why should I continue on? With my children, what am I gonna do about them? My, my job, all these questions that we face, this sickness that's entered into my life, what are we going to do? How can we make it? And today I feel like God sent me here on this broadcast today to tell somebody, be relentless. Let God work in your life. Let him have control of your life. Know and believe by faith that he is in complete control. And that even though you're not sure how you're going to make it, even though you're not sure exactly how things are going to take place, even though maybe you you, you struggle a little bit to keep going forward, that you keep pressing on. That's what this song's about. It's a song that I know you've heard before. It's called Counting Stars. And, and I'll tell you more about the song as we, as we clean. But I want you to listen to it. And many of you probably already know the words. But I just want to refresh our memories with it. And then we'll talk about it after. Then. All right. So listen. Listen to this song.
1: Lately I've been, I've
2: been losing sleep. Dreaming about the things that we could be
0: love that song, man, so much! I mean, the whole idea, and, and, and think about the whole idea of the song, and the reason the song was written, and one of the things that Ryan re- wrote the song, the way that I understand it, was because he was pursuing this dream, this purpose for his life of, of music and writing music. And what's great about the Tedder family is that the Carroll family relates so much to them, and there are families like that all across the nation, all across the world. And the Tedder family taught their children. And I'm, when I say, I'm not just talking about Ryan, I'm not talking about just Ryan, I'm talking about his dad who is Mark's brother, my buddy's brother, and then their parents, who recently actually just passed away on the same day. Mark's parents and Ryan's dad's parents, and they, they incredible story. But you know what the Tether family, what I've learned from them is they, they instilled in their children the values. Love God most, love him most, and find his purpose for your life, and then share that purpose collectively with other people, and then move forward in that purpose. You see, and, and every, Every time I hear One Republic on the radio or I see Ryan singing on a, on a show or wherever it is, I, I hear, I see his name on a writing or a song that he's written. I mean, he's written with Beyonce, Adele. I mean, the list is long and distinguished. I think about this whole idea of what I'm talking about this morning of being relentless in your faith, not giving up, knowing that whatever your purpose is, that you're pursuing it. In fact, a buddy of mine that we just got connected with, a, a, a coach. Uh, Coach Brooks and Coach Moss, uh, through the, the True Buzz organization, it's a 7 on team, they have a purpose, and that is to to reach out and to, to be a blessing to young men, to help them uh, find their their purpose, their call through football, and help them uh, achieve that purpose, through scholarships and teaching them character. And, and that's a, a a ministry that they have in our city, and then we're blessed to be a part of it, and that's what this song is talking about. It's saying, look, you know what, he, he makes the statement, life is sometimes like a swinging vine swing my heart across the line in my face flashing signs seek it out and you'll find the whole idea is man there's uncertainty it's it's back and, and forth and and there's signs and we're trying to decipher and discern what it is and, and where we should go and and there's times that we feel like why are we even doing this? What's, why do what do I keep pressing on? I mean I, I hear that all the time in husbands and wives in their marriages I mean it's like why am I continuing on? Uh, if because that's God's purpose for your life, then He's going to use that season of difficulty, and in that season of difficulty, He's going to bring, bring glory to Himself and show you the good for your own life. And then, guess what? You're going to be able to bless other people with that story. Whatever it is, whether it's Coach Brooks and Coach Moss and the True Buzz organization, whether it's the the ministry that you have in your family, that that you would take this song and realize, you know, one day, one day are going to shift and that's what this song was all about and when he makes the statement he he talks about look i i've been dreaming about the things the way things could be and he was pursuing his purpose pursuing the music goal in his life he said i've been praying and, and i don't want to i want to quit counting dollars you know i want to start counting stars i want it to shift and here's the thing that that i get from this it's not about money it's not about things it's not about all that it's about knowing that you're doing what's right. That's why he says in the, in the course, he says, I feel something so right doing the wrong thing. And I feel something so wrong doing the right thing. How many times have, does it feel wrong? Does it feel awkward to stay in that marriage? Well, how, how many times does it feel awkward to, to extend forgiveness? How many times does it feel awkward to get up and, and go serve in that organization? Because you think, what's the point? But then you get there and you do the right thing. And that's what the whole song is talking about when we do the right thing then things shift right i'm old but i'm not that old i'm i'm young but i'm not that bold and i don't think the world is sold i'm just doing what we're told and this whole idea we get caught in this trap and that's what ryan's talking about in the song you know in our life as as individuals and believers it's he says over and over again you know take that money watch it burn i mean it's not about that if you're doing what you know that god has called you to do and you have that relationship with him first through jesus christ and then you're able to share that relationship with other people around you it makes a difference how many hours of sleep do we lose worrying about what what's going on or how we're gonna make it what life could be like can i tell you something You know what i've been there a lot lately i mean is this even worth it lord i mean is this ministry even worth it i'm sure will could say the same thing the times that he gets up and he comes to the radio station and is this worth it and then you get to that moment where you know that you're doing exactly what it is that God's called you to do. Is it worth it for me to keep pressing on? I mean, I'm standing in a cafeteria of a lunchroom playing music, just talking to kids. Is this worth it? I'm not even getting paid for this. Is this worth it? I need to quit this, right? Ever been there? I need to just stop this. Can I tell you something? Those are the moments that this song was talking about. Quit counting the dollars and start focusing on the purpose. Quit swinging back and forth, right? Let God guide you. Make the commitment, I'm gonna be relentless in this pursuit. Lord, I'm gonna trust you above everybody else. Lord, I'm gonna believe that what you've asked me to do is my purpose and I'm gonna stand strong in that purpose. And then what do you do? You you surround yourself with people in community that are gonna be able to stand beside you in that purpose. Starting with spouses, husbands and wives, and then children. How many times are we going outside of our homes and we're, we're depressed, we're discouraged, and we're bringing all that discouragement back with us into our home? How many times are we infecting others with the disgruntled attitudes that we have? I understand. Look, we all get discouraged. We all struggle. We all battle depression. We all battle doubt. We all battle guilt. I understand that. But what I'm trying to get you to see this morning is that, that what I believe that God is saying is that we need each other. We need people around us. And above all, we need God in our life. And can I tell you something this morning? If you're in that moment and you don't know what to do, you don't know where to turn, you feel discouraged, you feel down, feel lost this morning, can I just encourage you to listen to the words of Jesus in John 14, 27? And I love this verse. It says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give. Do not let your hearts be troubled and don't be afraid. And and when we as individuals make the conscious decision and choice, God, I believe in you. I believe that you're in complete control of my life. I believe that you sent your son, Jesus and Jesus. I believe that you came and you did it right. You spent 30 years of your life engaging with people, working with people, laughing with people, crying with people. And then you made a decision to be obedient to your father, to fulfill your purpose. And Jesus, that purpose was to give your life for mine, for me, so that I could be sitting here today in this moment and have the chance to live out the purpose that God has given to me. That's where it all begins. And it's the truth. And man, you may be listening to this today and say, well, I just can't believe that. Can I tell you something? I'm okay with that, but I'm not okay with not telling you. How he's touched me, how he's changed my life. We're all there. I just told you. Listen, I've I've been there. Even this morning. This is stupid. What am I doing? Why am I pursuing this? Why? What's going on? And in the midst of those moments, that's what the song's talking about. Press on. Be relentless. We need each other. It's hard pursuing God's call and com and 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 moving forward when we don't have community. There's a great verse that's in Philippians chapter 2. Verse 12 and 13. It says, Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Watch this. For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose for your life. You know what Paul was saying? He's saying, listen, you know what? I may not be there in person, but can I tell you something? I'm standing beside you. And, and I want you to remember that as you work out your salvation, there will be fear, there will be trembling, there will be difficulty. It will get hard. It will be tough. There will be people that do not understand. There will be people that try to get you to quit. There will be people that will talk negatively about you. There will be situations that come up that you can't explain. There will be circumstances that you face that you don't know how you're gonna get through. But whilst Paul, what Paul said, is said, look, you continue, continue somebody say it with me say the word continue continue how working out your salvation through fear and trembling when relationships go bad and you don't know exactly what to do it's fear and it's trembling then you know that god is working in your life for his will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose in your life he's going to take everything in your life if you'll let him and he's going to form it and shape it and mold it into exactly what he intended for it to be He will take all the negative, all the struggles in your life, all the pain, all the hurt, and He will turn it into something good. You know, just Friday night this past week, I had the chances. I was sitting around a table with a group of guys, and we were playing some cards and talking, and I got to sit by a gentleman who who began to tell me his story. And what was funny about this situation was I I knew his, his daughter and son from years back in youth ministry. I didn't even know it. He began to share his story of recovery, how he had had drug addictions and had been an, adi- an addict. How that he had battled through so many different situations. But what was incredible about his story, he said, you know, Stephen, I'm, I'm sober 25 years. I've been sober 25 years, clean and sober. But the only way I made it was with my relationship with God and a group of people around me to support me. Can I tell you, that's what we need. That's what this is all about today. Because I want you to know something. The Bible says in Jeremiah 29:11, and I know you probably heard this verse. God says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you, but to give you hope and a future. And you may be listening to this today and you think, man, he's harmed me. God's harmed No, listen, can I tell you something? I know it feels that way. Because I know that we have times in our life where we think, God, you could do anything. And, and then that's true. He can do anything. There are questions I can't answer for you today. There are things that I cannot explain. It's way beyond me. But by faith, I can tell you today that God wants to prosper you. And I'm not talking about just money. It's not about money. He'll meet your needs. The Bible says he owns a cattle on a thousand hills. The Bible says he'll meet your needs according to his riches that are in glory. It's deeper than that. He wants us to change. He wants us to see him in in the way that he intended for to be seen, as a good, good father, relentless in his pursuit of us, in his love for us, always. And you know what's interesting about this verse? In Jeremiah, the Bible says that the people were in captivity, and God was saying this verse. He was speaking this truth to a group of people that were in captivity, that were way away from, long, far away from home. He said, "Listen. In spite of everything that you see around you, in spite of everything that that what it looks like around you." God above everybody else wants wants you to be relentless and He wants to be the greatest source of strength in your life no matter what. Fear, doubt, worry, discouragement, that's all gonna keep us many times from God's purpose in our life. It's just like Ryan said in his song. It swings back and forth. There's signs all around me, but you just have to keep pressing on. We have to choose to be relentless. To pursue what God has said in our lives and what, he's, what he has said to us, what he speaks to us. And then God will help us personally. And he'll surround us with other people. There's a song that I want to share with you by Hillsong United. And I, I love the group, obviously. I've played several other songs along the way. And the song is called Relentless. And, and I'm going to share some of the words in a minute. We're going to come back and finish this up today together. But I want you to, to listen to this. Um, because it's incredible. The first words say, salvation sounds a new beginning. Salvation sounds." a new beginning as distance hearts begin believing i pray that you'll do that this morning Salvation sounds a new beginning as distant hearts begin believing. Redemption's bid is unrelenting. Your love goes on. And I love what the song says. It says, you carry us, you carry us. When the world gives way, you cover us, you cover us with your endless grace. And, and, and the song says, look, it's time to stop chasing shadows. You gave the world a light to follow. Can I tell you something? That's the whole thing. I mean, Jesus made the statement. He said, look, I am the light of the world. A city set on the hill cannot be hidden. And, and he basically says, rather, and, and I quoted that wrong, he says, look, I am the light of the world. And then he says, look, and because I am the light of the world, you now are the light of the world. And a city set on a hill cannot be hidden. So the idea is that we quit allowing the negativity and the struggles and the issues and the things that, that the enemy throws at us on a daily basis to infiltrate our thoughts and, and the way we live life on a, on a daily basis. You know there's a passage in Acts chapter 16 I want to share with you today and and as we kind of close close out this time together. And you know and and we have the opportunity to know look we are moving forward in our life as believers and as you're moving forward that there will be moments just as you're being obedient situations will arise. That's what happens in Acts chapter 16. The Bible says in Acts chapter 16 verse 19 one day as we being Paul and Silas were going down to the place of prayer, we met a slave girl who had a spirit that enabled her to tell the future. So, so Paul and Silas are just basically being obedient, going, doing exactly what they're they supposed to be doing. And it says we, that they're going forward, moving forward, and there was a group of people together with them. So Paul and Silas were moving forward, and there was another group of people with them. And they were moving forward to do exactly what it was that God had asked them to do The Bible says one day as they're going down to the place of prayer, the slave girl they encounter says she's earned a lot of money for her masters by telling fortunes. In verse 17 it says she followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, these men are servants of the most high God and they have come to tell you how to be saved. The Bible says this went on day after day until Paul got so exasperated that he turned and said to the demon within her, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her and instantly it left her. Her master's hopes of wealth were now shattered. So they grabbed Paul and Silas and dragged them before the authorities at the marketplace. And the whole city was in an uproar because of these Jews. Because why? Because they were being obedient to what God had asked them to do. Verse 21 says, They are teaching customs that are illegal for us Romans to practice. And a mob quickly formed against Paul and Silas, and the city officials ordered them stripped, and they were beaten. They were severely beaten, and then they were thrown into prison. And the jailer was ordered to make sure that they didn't escape. You know, as we are moving forward in our life as believers, and today it feels like sometimes that we've been beaten down. These guys were simply going to do what they were called to do. They were just going to pray. And as they were moving forward, what happened? They encountered a situation. How many of you guys are there today? Just moving forward and encountering situations and circumstances that that just come upon you, that you're facing. And when you face those times, what do you do? The first thing that you've got to do and what Paul and Silas did, they did what needed to be done. They did what needed to be done. This little girl was being used and abused by someone to make money off of this demonic force that had taken over her life. And she kept calling out over and over again to Paul. And finally, Paul said, look, come out. And when the demon had left her, then the people that owned her basically were furious. And what did they do? They created a mob. They created negativity. They created a firestorm of activity all around them. And the Bible says that they were taken, beaten, and thrown into jail. Can I tell you something? Be prepared. If you're sitting beside someone today right now, look at them and say, look, be prepared. Maybe you already know this because you're in the middle of it. Be prepared because the enemy doesn't like when our obedience interrupts his plans. Can I tell you something? As much as God has a plan for your life, can you know something today? The enemy has a plan for your life as well. What is that plan? To destroy everything about who you are, what you're meant to do. And he will do anything and everything to accomplish that. Why? Because just like we said earlier, he is like a lion. And man, the enemy does not like it when his and when our obedience interrupts. His plans. Now, before we need to go go any further, we've said this before. You need to understand something. There's a big difference between happiness and joy. As I've told you before, happiness is fleeting. And it depends on good circumstances, but joy is lasting. It lasts in spite of our circumstances. That's how come Paul and Silas were able to do what happens next. The Bible says in Acts chapter 19 there, as you skip down, that the jailer put them into the inner dungeon. He clamped their feet in stocks. And around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening. Now check that out. Here Paul and Silas had been beaten unmercifully after they were just going to do what they were supposed to do. Went through an incredibly difficult situation beyond anything that they'd ever been through possibly. And what did they do? They sang hymns, they worshipped, and guess what? Other people were listening. Other people were around. And I want you to catch that because what happens next is significant. Today, if you're in a, a situation where that you know, look, I'm being obedient to what God had asked me to do. I'm Lord, I'm pursuing your purpose. Why do all these negative things keep coming after me? How you respond today and how I respond in those moments determines so many different factors. Because the Bible says these guys were thrown into prison, beaten, bleeding, just horribly, horribly beaten. And what did they do? They worshiped and they sang. And what happened? Other people were listening. Other people are watching our lives. Other people are around us. Not just to give us community and support, but they're watching how we respond to these different situations in our life. And the Bible says that around midnight as they were singing, and singing suddenly there was a massive earthquake and the prison was shaken to its foundations. All the doors immediately flew open and the chains of every prisoner fell off. The jailer woke up to see the prison doors wide open. He assumed the prisoners had escaped. And so he drew his sword to kill himself. Now watch this. But Paul shouts out, don't, don't, don't kill yourself. We're all here. And the jailer comes in and falls down before Paul and and Silas. And he brought them out of the jail. he says, sirs, what must I do to be saved? And you know what they said? Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, along with everyone in your household. And they shared the word of the Lord with him and all who lived in his house, and at that night all of them were believed, all of them believed, and they were baptized. I want to just clone close today with just these these simple thoughts, all right, with you. And 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 I want you to see some things as we look at the story, so as we go back through it, we see Paul and Silas, and they're basically just moving forward, doing what it is they feel like God had called them to do. What was their purpose in life? And as they are moving forward in that purpose, then this slave girl comes up in front of them. A situation arises. They handle it, they deal with the situation. And then that in turn causes them to be beaten and thrown into jail. And they're thrown into jail, and they, they, could, they, could, they could have thought so many thoughts. They could have thought, man, what in the world? I'm trying to just do what you asked me to do, God, and here I am in prison. You ever been there? God, I'm just trying to be obedient to to begin this business. I'm trying to be obedient to to stay in my marriage. I'm I'm trying to be obedient to to love my kids. I'm trying to be obedient in my job. I'm I'm trying to follow you. I'm trying to trust you. But, Lord, now I've been terminated. Father, now sickness has come in. Father, now what's happened here in this situation? Something comes up. Unexpected. And as we said at the very beginning, every good and perfect gift comes from the Father of Lights. The enemy is constantly trying to stop and hinder what it is that you are called to do. He's going to throw things at you. Things are going to arise in your life, a result of living in this fallen world. You've got to remember a couple of things this morning. Number one, you've got to remember that circumstances are temporary. This too will pass. It will change. It will evolve. Whatever it, it, it will move out of your life. But you've got to recognize worshiping in the midst of those circumstances, literally Shakes things up. If you look at the story, they, they're thrown into prison. And when did things change? It changed as they begin to worship, as they begin to sing, as they begin to praise. And guess what? Other people were listening. And then what happens? The Bible says the ground literally shook, and that the stocks fell off their feet and their hands, and the doors opened to the prisons. And guess what? Other people were impacted by their faith. Can I tell you something today? Your circumstances are temporary. The fear of the struggle, all the things you're facing, it's temporary. Worshiping in the midst of these circumstances literally can shake things up. Acknowledging, God, I don't understand this. Lord, I don't know why this has happened. Father, I don't know why these obstacles are in my way. But Lord, I'm going to trust you in the midst of it, knowing that the enemy's trying to stop me from pursuing the purpose that you placed in my life. And as I do that, I know that, God, you want to use things for your glory and for my good. And guess what? Other people will be impacted by your faith. You see, the jailer's family was impacted. His life was impacted. Everything changed. And the result was Paul and Silas were let go. Can I tell you something today? Relentless faith will be rewarded. Paul and Silas, let me tell you something. They didn't plan to be beaten and imprisoned. They didn't wake up that morning and think, Hey, let's get up and let's, let's go down here and let's, head to the, let's go pray and, and do what we're supposed to do. And, and maybe we'll get beat. I never thought that i never planned on that man i know that there's things in your life today you didn't plan on i know things have come in my life i didn't i didn't plan on i know there are things in your life just like in my life that we don't know what we're going to do about we don't know how we're going to make it we don't know how we're going to get through it but can i tell you something if we could learn from the example of paul and silas this morning and realize that relentless faith will be rewarded that we would stay relentless and that word relentless is, is basically a word that's, that means, look, showing, showing or promising no abatement, no stop. Keep pressing. Keep moving forward. That's what the Lord has asked us to do. And that's what, by faith, we can do. And because they had joy and faith. Now check this out. Because they had joy and faith, God used their circumstances for his glory. There is a great song that I want to close with this morning that I want to share with you as, as we kind of wrap things up today and as we're thinking about this whole idea of, of the power of community and fellowship. They had one another. Paul and Silas stood together in the midst of it. And there were others around them as well watching their life. But before they understood that they had one another, they knew that they had God in their life and that he was the one that was going to change things for their their good and for his glory. And because they had that faith and they expressed that joy, which is not happiness. There was nothing happy about being beaten. There was nothing happy about being in stocks and chains in a prison, in a cold dungeon. There was nothing that made them happy about that. But see, joy, the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is your strength. And joy comes in the situations that we face and how we respond to them. They had faith, they had joy, and the result was that God used their story to not only bless the other prisoners, but to literally save the jailer himself and his family and his whole household. God will use what you're facing today. If you'll continue to be relentless in your pursuit of what he's asked you to do, if you'll continue to press on and move forward in what he's called you to do, if you will be faithful and obedient in what he's asked you to do, in your marriage, in your home, in your job, in your community, in your future. And if you will have joy in the midst of it, your faith, your faith will be rewarded and your faith will impact other people around you. I want to close with this song and it's, it's by Bethel, Bethel church. And, um, so often we are slaves to the things that control us. We are slaves to our feelings. We are slaves to our, our struggles. We are slaves to our circumstances. And this morning, I want to leave you with this song. That we're no longer slaves to fear. Why? Because you're a child of God. If you make the decision, I believe God. I believe that you're in complete control. I trust you no matter what. Then as this song says, you can see the chains fall and you can be free. Let's listen to this together and we'll close out in just a minute.
1: You unravel me with a melody. You surround me with a song
0: close today, this, this song, and I want to encourage you to, to go back and listen to it again because we've been liberated. We have the opportunity to be free, and he makes the statement here in a few minutes that you split the sea so I could walk right through it. Whatever you're facing today, God will split it and let you walk through So let's pray together. Father God, I thank you that in the midst of our situations and our circumstances that you are faithful. Lord, I pray for everyone that's listening today. God, whatever they may be facing, whatever circumstance may be upon them, whatever questions, whatever doubts, whatever uncertainties they have, Whatever questions they have about the future and how you're going to resolve the situation, let us remember, just like with Paul and Silas, that as we're being obedient, that we can expect resistance, we can expect obstacles, but that if we'll choose to be obedient and joyful in the midst of it, singing praises to you and honoring you, that, God, we will be changed individually. Others around us will hear, and others around us will be impacted as we share the power of your love with others, and that power of community and fellowship becomes reality in our lives. Help us be relentless, Lord. Help us press on. Help us be faithful. Lord, I pray your blessing on everyone listening today. And I pray you guard their hearts and minds and that you would let them see see the value of the relationship with you that they can have. And we ask this in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. You guys have a great day. Thank you for joining in. We'll see you next week.